It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Five, stand by. Four, three, two, one. Hello and welcome to Women on Deadline, a podcast about her experience in TV news. I'm Carolyn Hall. And I'm Sierra Starks. And we are all about having fun in today's Women on Deadline podcast. Clearly. (laughs) What you guys guys don't know is Carolyn and I are FaceTiming, and I'm really trying to get her in the mood, so. Hey, man, it's early in Alaska. It's still wicked dark out. It's 940 in the morning. Yeah. It's like, it's, we're starting to dig into the deep throes of darkness and winter in Alaska. Uh-oh. Yeah. I remember those days. Yeah, so I just, I need some pep. I got a pep, and, and Sierra is here <laughs> helping me out with that. She's to like. do the pep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like a little dance you're doing sitting down. Like, it, it's like your your hands are dancing for your, for you because your feet aren't, because you're sitting in a closet. <laughs> because I'm sitting. I'm sitting in a closet currently. <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, I'm on my, what, I think fourth or fifth um, podcast record location because I just, I haven't been able to find one that works for me and still sounds okay. Where are we this time? This time, I'm recording in my bedroom and I'm surrounded by pillows and blankets and it is hot as shit. Oh. Okay. What's new? What's going on in the world of Carolyn? What's new in my world is I've had a little bit of spare time, and so I've been focusing my energy on revamping my LinkedIn profile. And um, next is my resume because I'm going to be – I'm just trying to get myself geared up and ready for when I'm going to be applying for full-time jobs. And I think that's going to happen in the spring. And these these would be full-time jobs for – in journalism or in – what what may be your new profession? That is a great question. I I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to get myself like just ready. I because I'm not sure. I don't know what it's going to be. I'm totally open to new opportunities. Um, I've had a couple of freelance gigs so far, and my husband Scott and I are considering opening a freelance business, and the focus would be on consulting, like storytelling consulting, and editorial and commercial production. And so I want to get myself kind of like all my eggs in a row, just kind of like ready to go for that launch. But also with, you know, me pursuing my master's in public administration, focusing on policy analysis, I want to, you know, make sure that I am doing what I can to set myself up for, you know, that career shift too. So I don't know. I'm just kind of like, I'm ready. I want to be ready for anything. So I'm going through and I'm making sure that like all of my awards are listed and that, you know, my volunteer, like I've done a lot of volunteering for the MPPA over the years and making sure that that's on there and that it's clear what it was that I was doing for the MPPA. And because it's it's honestly all tied with 
my leadership experience within the MPPA, it it's linked to you know the degree that I'm going for, which is public administ- public administration, and so you know being the treasurer of the MPPA and also being uh, a chair, a couple of chair positions in the TVQCC, you know that's all kind of like leadership experience that I want to make sure is reflected in this online profile because that is experience that will help me, I I believe, with getting a, a job in a different setting, like a setting that's not journalism. <clears throat> so I just want to make sure that that part of my experience is higher up and, you know, it like really shows value in this digital footprint, if that makes sense. It so, makes a ton of sense, yeah. That was a really long answer to a very short question. <laughs> No, I, I totally, yeah. It, I mean, it, I don't know. I'm like, I'm on such an interesting journey right now, just kind of transitioning to whatever is, is next in my life. And I, I know that we'll continue talking about it on the podcast. And I hope that other women out there find it valuable because you never know when circumstances in your life might dictate that you move on to something different. And what I'm discovering is that journalism is a really, really valuable background to have. And and we can get into that, you know, on a different podcast at a different time. But I, I want I want women to know that um, there is life outside of TV news and that the body of work and the body of experiences that you are amassing right now in your career is very transferable. Let's just put it that way. Well said, girl. <laughs> Thanks. Well, what's new in your life? Well, going off of what you just said, I joined the Junior League. I don't know, and I don't know if they have an Alaska chapter, but it's basically a group of um, adult professional women um, who who want to connect with, you know, with like-minded individuals. So you join the Junior League, you know, you guys come from a number of backgrounds, uh, a number of places, honestly, being that, like, I, you know, I'm the one from Alaska or who just moved from Alaska. And I know plenty of women who've used their experiences in the Junior League, like who've taken on leadership roles in the Junior League, um, whether, it, you know, it's it's managing finances or it's, you know, being the office manager or being head of membership, you know, and, and, and being sort of in charge of the direction of the program for however many new members we have at that time. Um, so, I and I agree, you can just use what you have at the time to move forward. I don't know what's going to come out of the Junior League. I joined because they do a lot of community service and I wanted to meet like-minded women in my community. Um, but I can, it, it will be a good experience. It has been so far. Can you give me a quick rundown of what the Junior League is and like what the, like what the mission is? I've never heard of it before. Um, so it's for, it's for women to connect with the community, connect with each other. Um, and, and I want to say like, you know, build up your professional development. So yeah. like what, what's a potential community service project that the Junior League would be a part be a part of so this year uh, they've changed their focus which is what um sort of piqued my interest they're working with um transitioning foster youth so 
um, you know, foster youth who, who are coming out of the system and entering some sort of adulthood, you know, be that college, be that um, at a trade school, be that straight into adulthood, which sounds really scary. But <laughs> <laughs> I had to I had to take a, a few a few trains before I just jumped into adulthood. So but really, you know, supplying these, you know, these young adults with what they need to do that. That sounds great. I mean, the oh, more, yeah. yeah, the more help that foster youth can receive, the better. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. All right, so something that really hit home for me this month was ESPN's suspension of um, one of its uh, hosts, Jamel Hill. Um, apparently, she violated their social media guidelines for a second time. She was tweeting um, about Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones, who said that, you know, any player who disrespects the flag won't play. And then, you know, she had her own sort of social commentary to that um and in in the end of what played out they suspended her for two weeks um and regardless how you feel about the issue one of the things that sort of struck me was one of her colleagues you know coming to her defense on twitter it's Lindsay. Zarniak, and I'm probably not saying that right, but um, she said the suspension of my friend Jamel Hill is sad and disappointing on a number of levels. And that sort of got me thinking about how we just need to support each other more as women in our newsrooms. Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't I don't think there's a lot of that. I, it all depends on the newsroom. Right. right. Um, depending on market size of course and newsroom culture but i i have witnessed and experienced um support from women colleagues and i've also witnessed and experienced um a disappointing like level of of support from women colleagues yeah and disappointing as in you you what happened? Sorry. <laughs> like, like, basi- like basically like n- not having support like you would expect. So it, it's it's kind of like where, you know, as women, we're not supporting each other as much. Like there's an unhealthy – I don't know if it's competition. I don't know if it's um, 
I don't know, maybe like women just don't like me, maybe my personality's too strong, maybe they don't respect me, maybe it's none of those things. Maybe they just aren't cognizant or aware of the damage that they might be doing when they're not supporting uh, a woman. Uh, you know, you. Whether, whether it be like reporter or a photojournalist or whatnot. I, I just, I, I have seen in newsrooms before an unhealthy level of support of women supporting other women. Mm-hmm. Now, what about, what about you? What are, what are your experiences? Um, I feel the same, but, um, one thing that stuck out to me with this whole Jamel Hill thing was when I was in Alaska, uh, there was, we were starting a second hour on our morning show and, um, we, they put together a promo and I remember that I was busting my butt that day because we maybe started a week later and I was trying to get all this content pre-produced for when we launched this second hour. Like we were, you know, we had new segments coming on that I was sort of taking an active role in and things like that. And so I was on a shoot, I remember, and they put the promo up on Facebook and Carolyn, I wasn't in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, re- I remember when this happened and I was just like, but like you, like you were launching like these different segments and you like, you're very diligent and you're very focused whenever you're at work. And I don't like, I remember you telling me that and I'm like, that is a gross oversight. Like, yeah. how could that have happened? And so it was very much like the the two co-anchors of the show were in the promo and our meteorologist, right? But the the morning reporter who has her won her own segment in the first hour of the show and then two is starting new segments for the second hour of the specifically for the second hour of the show is not in this promo. And I remember um, immediately going to who was my go-to in the newsroom at the time, um, Jess Stugelmeyer. Yay, um, Jess. Yay, Jess. <laughs> we and love her. We really do. And just, just, I, I don't know that I even, you know how like you go to a girlfriend event. I didn't even do that. I think I just sent her the link and was like, WTF. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. what is this? And, so anyway, so from that, um, I want to say that I reached out to uh, management and said, like, I would just, I'm just unsure as to why I'm not in this promo. Like, one, um, I don't, you should probably be touting your diversity at all times. Um Two, I am very much a part of the show. I can't be on evening news promos because I'm not on the evening news. (laughs) So where, when do I get a promo? Um, And I want to say that promos are are very validating for reporters, right? We bust our butts every single day and I, I want to feel appreciated, honestly. So at that point... I did not feel appreciated, right? And I didn't ask anyone to any one of these ladies to do this, but I remember that our morning meteorologist also reached out to management and was just like, you know, I know that 
you know, your sort of excuse for this was you're a reporter, you know, and not an anchor or meteorologist. But morning shows are different. Like you look at morning shows across the country and you have a morning team and that's who you you put on the promotion is your entire morning team, not just one or two people from that. Um, and so that made me feel I didn't ask her to do it. Right. <laughs> I didn't ask her to do it, but I felt really, really supported at that time. And then uh, and then Jess also said something which to have two, you know, two females in two separate departments um, sort of having my back at that time, um, it felt really good. And then I was in the promo. <laughs> That's awesome. Exactly. Uh, I'm sorry that you had that experience, but I think it's a really good example to share on the pod- podcast to as an as an example of what as women we should be doing which is supporting each other i think that's so so important you know and i think um i don't know i think other factors to consider is that in that newsroom at that time it was almost all women and and it's i think with the exception of you and maybe one or two other people, it's all white. It was all white. That's not, mm-hmm. the, that's not the case now. And so I remember asking you at the time, like, is this a race issue? Or like, and so I'm, and I don't know. Right. And being who I am, I don't want to make it a race issue. You know what I mean? But that automatically just snuck in there a little bit when that was going on, which I, I feel like you should, it should never be like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it is. Yep, unfortunately. So I don't know. Big shout out to Jess and big shout out. Can I can I say who the morning meteorologist was? Oh, absolutely! Yay, Rachel, Rachel Penton, <laughs> who's who's moved on to. She's in Ohio now, right? Oh yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. She is. Yeah. So big kudos to those ladies for supporting you and helping you out because it's it's so important. It is like just I can I can only imagine how I would have felt if I was the only one standing up for myself in that situation mm-hmm. that that would have been a lot of um, like I felt like doubt would have crept in. You know what I mean? I felt like um, insecurities would have crept in things like that. Um, but because these ladies had my back. Um, thank you. That's it. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, we are we are definitely greater in we're stronger in greater numbers. For sure. Absolutely. If women are choosing to not support other women, why is that? Why is it, that? Yeah. Like like is it is it due to a lack of respect? Is it due to competition? Is it due to, like, you're just not a kind person in general? You know, I don't, I, I don't know. Uh, not a kind person in general is valid for some people. <laughs> just want to throw that out there. Sometimes I feel like um, maybe some women feel like it's not their problem. You know what I mean? But I am firmly of the belief that, you know, I want us all to make it. Right. I want us. I'm I'm not going to, you know, cut another woman's legs out from under her 
in order to, you know, make myself successful or, or, you know, know that there's some turmoil going on or know that she has this issue in the newsroom or, or, you know, she's not getting in the promo and be like, well, not my problem. Like, (laughs) so I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think it's, I think it's important to like look at the newsroom or newsroom goings on with a lens of feminism or maybe not even like that strong of a word, you know, using the feminism word, but like just keeping an eye out for circumstances where women might be taken advantage of and, you know, using that as an opportunity to speak up and to say something in support of, of your colleague. Mm-hmm. I mean, just so just imagine if we all were for each other, you know, how much pressure that would put on managers to to one, see things our way when they don't, you know, and 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 make changes happen. It's not going to happen if we're divided. It's not. I will say that um, my new newsroom at KSBW um, is full of all supportive ladies it's actually been a little overwhelming and you know (laughs) and maybe I'm so like tainted from past experiences that I'm like why are you being nice to me oh Oh my gosh (laughs) but you know what I mean like but I can honestly say it's been like it's been very genuine um and they've and we've been very supportive of each other which is you know how I think we should function in general yeah absolutely well, I, I, I'm very happy for you that it's a more positive experience than, than what you've had in the past. Yeah. That's really fantastic. So good to hear. Yeah, I just, I don't want to go into too many details, but I have had some pretty shitty experiences from other women. And it's just, it's, it's just got to stop. Mm-hmm. We we gotta be here to help one another, not to hurt one another. Yeah, I re- I remember before. Actually, wait, is that a good thing to say? How like before you came to our old newsroom, like I had already heard things about you. About me? Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> but I oh, can't. Geez. But I can't. I know. But I can't pinpoint specific. So I don't know. Huh. Throughout my photojournalism career, I've. I've been very focused and um, very driven on improving my craft and making sure that I'm constantly improving because we are all works in progress. And once you think that you've got it all down and that you're a master at X, Y, Z, you know, that's when you really start to fail because there is always room for improvement. And so, yeah, I've just been maybe, – I don't know, maybe some people – People think that that's intimidating or or what. I don't know. But, I mean, I'm just, like, at throughout my career, I've just been like, okay, this is what I need to work on. This is how I'm going to do this. And I'm just very – and I talk openly about that, too. I think it's really important for all of us to be on this journey to do better and be better because guess what? Our audience and our community deserves deserves that. We should be putting our best foot forward and trying to deliver the best quality of journalism and photojournalism possible. I agree. Do you also think that um, 
maybe women are worried with the not my problem factor. Women are worried about retaliation. Like if I stand up for her, maybe what will happen to me? I think that's a possibility. And I think also there are times where, yeah, you don't want whatever wrath is taking place that you might be observing. You don't want that wrath on you. And, and honestly, like I have had that experience before where I didn't say something and I should have said something and, and that's not good. You know, like I really should have, and and this was a woman who was berating a male and, and I like, and I really felt for the guy. He didn't deserve that. And I just, I didn't say anything and I really, really should have, um, yeah, and it's it's largely be- because like this this woman who has a very very strong personality, I didn't want to be a, a part of her firing squad, which is you. kind of what it was. So I don't know, I'm kind of going off on a different tangent a little bit there, but yeah, I, I think retaliation is definitely a factor, and and I don't know uh, timidity. You know, if you're if you're a timid person or if you're if you're new to the newsroom and you don't know, you know, the social dynamics, I think there's a number of factors that could play into it. Yeah. When I first came to my current newsroom, uh, one of our other one of one of my colleagues, um, Bianca Beltran, ended up making me a poster that was like, welcome, Sierra. And she like put rhinestones on this thing. And she drew Alaska and like rhinestoned it all the way to like, you know, her drawing California as well. And I think that's how I sort of knew that I was among friends from the beginning. You know, I always talk about how it shouldn't be as hard as it is for women to be friends. Um, it, it shouldn't, (laughs) right? (laughs) but for some reason it is. And I think that if we just all take off this whole, like whatever it is, like you're just, if you let your guard down for a minute and just meet people at their need, right? This is the new girl in the newsroom. She probably does not know anybody where she lives because she's moving from Alaska, you know, um, and just make yourself available, I think that in turn gives whoever, you know, you're doing that to confidence beyond what they would have had had you not done that. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really sweet, sweet gesture. That's mm-hmm. very kind. And and a really nice way to acknowledge that you, yeah, you probably don't know anybody and welcome to our social circle. Welcome to our newsroom. You know, and I, I'm sure that set the tone for you like, oh, this is what this newsroom is about, you know? Exactly. And I, I think it's, a, yeah, and I, I think it's important to, you know, with something like that, you're establishing a level of trust, too. Exactly. And we don't we don't have to be best friends. Like, don't, don't get me wrong, right? Like, I'm not that girl where I'm like, I'm going to come in and we're all going to be best friends. And no, we don't have to be best friends. We don't have to be buddy-buddy all the time. Um, but I want to know that the girls or the women in my newsroom will have my back and that, you know, should, and, and they know that I have their back too. And should something arise where you need a friend or you need somebody to 
to voice something for you, you know, or support you in something that you have that support. Yeah, absolutely. With Sierra's awesome, positive experience in a newsroom of women supporting other women, we want to ask you all out there, podcast listeners, um, share with us on social media your your positive experiences in a newsroom, and let's like create this culture of support and get this discussion going where we're focusing on that positive and getting the good juju going. So hashtag is what, Sierra? I got your back. Nice, right? yeah. So yep. if I'm, I'm actually maybe going to tweet it out a little later and just be like, when Rachel Penton and Jessica Stugelmeyer told management to put me in the promo, hashtag I got your back. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. And so tag your friends, tag your, your women colleagues. Let's get this going and just, you know, create this just positive culture online and, and just, just, I don't know, like... What am I trying to say, Sierra? Well, I, if I know that other you know women are supporting women in newsrooms, then um, this podcast episode is null and void. So, <laughs> <laughs> but but I want to know that it's happening because I know that it's not happening right now. Like I I hear from friends in TV news about you know how they feel like people are trying to or women are trying to like sabotage their career, which is ridiculous. So, yeah. So hashtag I got your back post on our on our Facebook page. Tweet at us. Um, yeah. And tag others. And let's get this, you know, kind of top of mind and think of these circumstances that we find ourselves in where we could maybe be doing more to support our women colleagues. Perfect. To those of you awesome women out there who've listened to us so far, we want to thank you so very much for being a part of our our podcast listening audience. Um, We support you and we thank you very much for your support as well. Um, We want to let you know that we also are very open to your suggestions, topic ideas, Um, just general thoughts on being a woman in TV news. So find us on social media, Women on Deadline, um, on Facebook, on Twitter, um, and and email too, womenondeadline at gmail.com. Let us know what you're thinking and let us know what we should be talking about, what's relevant to you, what's not relevant to you. Um, Let's just keep this an open dialogue. Perfect. Also, if you are a uh, a producer and want to lend your producer voice to the podcast, uh, right now, Jennifer Summers is the one um, counting us into show and counting us out of show. And we'd love to add some more phenomenal women to that group. So, um, yeah, just send us honestly, just send us an email and we can go from there and then we can add your voice to our podcast. Thank you so much, Jennifer Summers. We really appreciate your willingness to lend your voice and we love you. Oh, my God, we do. I miss Jennifer so much. <laughs> I really do. Oh, I really do. I oh, so today is my first date anniversary. That is a thing. It's um, a what? My first date anniversary. Today was, one year ago today was Preston and I, me and Preston's first uh, date. 
Oh, yeah. Congratulations. And every time I tell the story, I told the story to Junior League and like had really such an audience. It, yeah. So maybe I'll just tell oh the gosh. story one day. I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a good story. It is a good story. Um, it's such a good story. <laughs> where am I going with that? I don't know. Anniversary. We I were talking about Jennifer, and I thought Jennifer. you were going to link oh, it somehow. Oh, yes. I remember that um, That she was uh, one of the first people I told. Yeah, because we just used to do catch-ups. Like, we didn't see each other a lot. Like, she used to be my weekend producer, and then I moved off of weekends. And then I never saw Jennifer, and then I, I got to, like, sort of detail my whole life to her, like we used to do, and it was really good. So I was in a really good place in life. Nice. Still am, guys. Just saying. (laughs) We like you being in a in a good place here. Sierra likes it too. Shoot. (laughs) And so does so does Preston. (laughs) Yeah, man, Sierra. A lot has happened in your life in the course of a year. In a year, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So crazy. Okay, maybe next time I'll share the first date story. Yeah, I which like has it. nothing which has nothing to do with TV news, but we'll go with it. <laughs> it's it's still just fun to listen to. It's a really good story. <laughs> okay, that will do it for us on Women on Deadline, a podcast about her experience in TV news. I'm Sierra Stark and I'm Carolyn Hall, and we will yeah see you next time. Be great, Carolyn. Be great, Sierra. In five, four, three, two. Nice job, ladies. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.